What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Getting Up. And I am so grateful to have you guys here, to have you guys present. Thank you guys so much for tuning in wherever you are in the world. If you're in Spain, if you're in the Netherlands, if you're in South Africa, hello. And just thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I feel like whatever day you hear this, you were meant to hear this. So, and I hope that you find um, something that may help you, maybe a tool that I use today. And I kind of want to share, this is what's on my heart. I want to share my story and how I got to my morning routine that has changed since the last morning routine that I posted in the during the pandemic when I wasn't working so I was able to to wake up really early which is not happening anymore and again everyone I know life happens and I know that morning routines aren't for everyone it could even be a nighttime routine like what is what is a routine that you can implement that will be just for you so that you can be the best version of yourself so that's what i that's what my routine is here for and really helps me to go out into my day and be the best version that i can possibly be so but before i get into my how i even got to to my morning routine i want to share a few major moments in my life from my past that have led me to wanting to become this this person, this coach, this mentor, this inspirational, motivational person. Because let me tell you, Adriana at 18 had no direction in life. And Adriana at 21 was very different (laughs) also and Adriana at 25 was also still just not really knowing or having the tools to figure out how to deal with the traumas from the past and I feel like that's that's where I didn't connect with or maybe I wasn't around the right people I wasn't see I mean I think it was a lot of everything I wasn't seeking help and I wasn't I was choosing the blame and complain mindset I was choosing people who were exactly like me to be around so that I didn't have to work on myself I was choosing relationships that you know weren't the best for me and just kept me distracted in a way from keeping me from doing the inner work, you know, that I should have been doing. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. But I want to take you guys back. And I'm going to try to <clears throat> to do my best to share the parts that really, like, shifted my mindset, that really helped me, like, okay, you know, it's time. And with not sharing too much detail about maybe who the person I was in a relationship with or, you know, certain things, but keeping them private. But I'm definitely in a place where I'm at peace 
with my past and I'm able to reflect back and look at all the lessons that I got to learn and I'm able to now use that as wisdom and knowledge and kind of a marker of like wow like the growth of of me uh, reflecting back and seeing like where I was to where I am now and I think that's so powerful to to have and to to be able to see and be aware of so let me let me start where should I start I'll start with 18-year-old Adriana. 18-year-old Adriana was depressed, had no direction. It had a lot to do with where I grew. I grew up in a really small conservative town three hours north of Los Angeles. And I started to realize getting closer to my senior year that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I didn't know at the time that it was because I didn't really see anybody that I like looked up to as a mentor or like seen a life that I was like oh I want to live that life or you know like there wasn't really anybody that I can like look up to really and also I for those of you that don't know my sexuality I am into women and it was something that I kept um secret in the when I was growing up in the in my small town because there wasn't a lot of people who were out and proud you know what I mean like it was not like you would stand out like a sore thumb so if I came out it was just scary you know let's just say that it was scary I was scared and um I chose to hide that part of myself and I did date men to or not even men. I did. I did boys to, to, to cover that part of me of anyone even thinking it. Out of fear, which is the worst that you can do. But you know, eighteen-year-old me. That's that's what I did, and so I was eighteen. I was fearful. I was insecure. I didn't really know what direction I was heading. I knew that I was curious about music because I had a friend that was into music and he had kind of like a home studio set up and I was very much curious about it. So curious that we ended up writing and creating a song and it's on SoundCloud. If you want to listen to it and laugh, it's it's on there. It's called The Vibe and I'm singing it. It's terrible now <laughs> because I'm still making music today and it's just, you know, but that's like a decade ago, so... Anyways, it's on there. Go listen to it. Laugh at me. Whatever. I'm cool with it. <laughs> but I knew that I liked music. And I knew that I really enjoyed going to the gym. When I when I would go to the gym, I felt strong. I felt powerful. I felt like I was in my, my zone, you know? And I got a call from my brother because my brother had just moved to L.A., and he was like, hey, move to L.A. And I was like, that's crazy, but I'm down because I'm not doing much here. And I could be doing it in L.A. And I was thinking, like, music, I can probably meet more music people in L.A. You know, everybody moves to, to L.A. for music or, or acting. So I did, and I ended up in L.A. I was drinking a lot because I had a fake ID. So, and I was living in downtown, and I was constantly going out 
<laughs> drinking, partying, you know, the whole shebang, shebang, bang. And I started to really notice, like, when I would drink, I was a little more comfortable with myself, like, my sexuality. I would start, <laughs> I was, was kind of wild, not gonna lie. I would, I was okay with showing, like, affection with girls and as, like, when I was drunk. So I was like, you know what? My family's not here in LA. Like, I didn't have any family besides my brother here. And my brother's also gay, so he's totally fine. And he knew that I was gay, I think, at the time. Anyways, if he didn't, he definitely found out. And I was like, I'm going to come out. I was kind of scared to come out to my initial friends at the time. I don't know why, because I knew that <laughs> they wouldn't judge me. Because I just, I don't know. It, it's the the whole, like... I think it stemmed from just being uh, the fear of reject rejection, right? It always stems from the fear of reject rejection, and that's why I was fearful of coming out to my mom as well. Like, you're, I was afraid of her rejecting me as her daughter, and that's a scary thing because it's painful and it could hurt you, right? So eventually, I did end up coming out to my mom, not in the best way. I could have done it handled the situation better but it is what it is I came out by posting a photo on Instagram so if you're coming out to your friends this is the way you I don't know I would say I would not (laughs) I would I would probably learn from this and just go because me and my mom have a beautiful relationship now so I posted a photo she calls me and asked me I said yes and you know shebang so on so I'm out in LA, I'm finally out and comfortable with my sexuality, I'm drinking, I'm, you know, I'm still writing music, I'm working, I'm getting into these relationships, and I'm starting to see uh, sides of myself that I never really noticed, and I'm like, where is this coming from, you know, like, I'm, I'm being a, not a nice person to the, 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 the girls that I was dating, and I wasn't sure why I was like that, but I also didn't, I didn't know any better, you know? I didn't know any better. That's really what it was, and I knew that it wasn't right, but I didn't know how to be any other way, because, you know, like, we're, how do you know what a healthy, loving relationship looks like if you never really seen one, or you never really were around one, and that's, I mean, looking back now, it all makes sense because I come from a a divorced family and again, like, I love my parents and they had the tools that they were given and I feel like through them, I learned so much just through their mistakes. So I love, I don't feel any type of way towards my parents and I'm not talking bad on my parents at all. It's just growing up in a in a divorce or coming from a divorced family I I feel like I always um and again my parents got remarried and had kids or my dad had two more kids and that I love and I have bonus parents that are amazing that I'm so lucky and blessed to have and not everyone can say that so shout out to my bonus parents I love you guys um but if you think about it like how when you come from a 
a fan like when you come from not just seeing or being around a loving committed relationship like how do you even know like how how do you learn to be any different than what you were brought up in right and so yeah I was in and out of relationships and I was just not happy I just always knew I wasn't happy and I wasn't sure why and eventually when I got close to um, a a potential partner that I thought I was going to essentially spend the rest of my life with I it was as if I wanted to be this better person because I knew that she deserved that and I just didn't know how and it was so frustrating I remember just feeling frustrated and mind you I had already been in about five very short relationships where I was just a terrible person and was lying and cheating and all this stuff and again I could talk about this because I've made peace with who I was in the past I made peace with my past I've forgiven I've had conversations with pretty much every person that I've dated and had verbally apologized and talked to them and all that and I found myself getting into physical altercations with a couple of my partners and I just knew like this is not who you are this is not who I am this is not who we are going to be so I had removed myself from those situations and I did go to one therapy session and again I know that it's not just one therapy session that's that you know is the the fix all be all but I knew that it did it that one therapy session I'm not going to lie it it did there was something powerful about speaking to somebody that that doesn't know you but just is kind of like a soundboard right that's essentially what a therapist is and as soon as she validated everything that I was feeling and just like telling her about my upbringing and like my parents divorce and like all this anger and resentment I had towards my mom and my dad and just this blame and complain my it was like it kind of freed me in a way. I felt free after. Like, I felt like, okay, now that I know that this is why I'm feeling all this, I can actually do something about it. So I decided to start living for myself. And I started doing things for me. Because every time I'd get into a relationship, I'd give so much of myself, but I was never giving to myself. And so I was always feeling drained. I was always feeling tired. And I was making a couple of, you know, changes. I did uh, decide to go vegan or plant-based. I started vegetarian, so baby steps. I started vegetarian, and then eventually, a couple months after that, I went vegan. And I did it wrong, I'm telling you. I did it completely wrong. I was eating all the junk food. I wasn't eating veggies. I was not taking vitamins. I wasn't drinking enough water. I was very unhealthy for a majority of of the beginning of my vegan journey. And then I 
started to learn more about it because I wanted to feel healthy. And so I started, you know, trying out new vegan, healthy products, healthier products from other friends that told me like vitamins, taking vitamins, drinking water, eating more veggies, cooking, you know, like more of the healthy carbohydrates and just learning how to properly eat veggies, um, which seems like a, a small thing, but it's actually really, a, it really affects your whole day because if you eat good food that actually fuels your body versus eating junk food that makes you want to feel sleepy and watch Netflix all day, it's a pretty big deal. So I began to to start to be more aware of like what what are the things that um that are going to really help me to become the person that I want to become and become the best version that I can possibly be. And I of course my relationship with the person that I was in had crumbled because of you know, it does take two people, but I would, I'd take a lot of responsibility because I had a lot of trauma that I did not deal with. And I went into that relationship with it. And I, and then of course (laughs) the pandemic hits. So I'm going through a breakup, the pandemic hits. I'm living with this person. And again, these are all choices that I decided to make. So my fault. <laughs> I I knew I knew that I had to be the one to change my life, my trajectory and and to become the person that I wanted to become, but I didn't know how. So I really just baby stepped it. Now that I think about it, it was like I mean, I definitely hit rock bottom by the breakup. I hit rock bottom you know, drinking through the pandemic hit rock bottom. My relationships were in turmoil with my parents, my family, with myself, hit rock bottom. And, you know, when you hit rock bottom, it's like the next thing that can happen is you can either stay down there or you can float up. And in my case, I decided to float up and I decided to finally take full responsibility of my life and my decisions and my choices and my actions. And I began to decide to face everything that I was essentially trying to resist, right? What you resist persists. So that was all the trauma from my childhood of like, not really or really feeling resentment from for my parents and 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 just kind of living in that blame and complain mindset you know just blaming my past blaming everything every person everything in my past I finally just took full responsibility and just sat with it and again it's not easy so I don't blame you if you don't want to, you know, sit with yourself and, 
and make peace with your past because I know it's not easy and it hurts and it's painful, but going through that has taught me what I'm truly capable of. Like, I'm running and I'm preparing to run my second marathon next month. And mind you, I could barely run a mile. And I, I was in sports in high school, but I, I'm, I was not one of those person, or I was not one of those people that were like, I love running. I wake up and I run every day. I was not that at all. It was more of like, during the pandemic, I had got, I had gotten into like a habit of drinking, sleeping, watching the new, watching what's going on, and and repeating that cycle. And I was like, this is not. If the world's gonna end, this is not how I go, how I'm going to live my life or end my life. So, I really decided to dive into a podcast, and it happened to be Trent Shelton's podcast. So. If you have not listened to um, Trent Shelton or you don't know who he is, check him out. He's amazing, amazing mentor, amazing coach. And he led me to so many other mentors and coaches and, and so on and so forth. And man, so I started running and it wasn't easy. I think back to the first time I, was, I put my running shoes on and I'm like, I'm going to go run a mile. <laughs> And I I downloaded the Nike app and I remember like running and just stopping like, all right, I think like how far was that? It was like not even half a mile yet. And I was like out of breath (laughs) and I was like, what am I thinking? You know, but something just told me to keep going. And then I had Trent Shelton in my ear that was like coaching me. So I just took it by day. Honestly, I was just like, okay tomorrow I'm gonna run a mile and I just kept going and like micro goals you know just baby steps and again it was frustrating it was hard but it essentially got me to where I'm at now now I'm running a mar- like my second marathon 26 miles it's not <laughs> something that I imagined um, I would be doing especially when I can barely run a mile not that long ago so that really shows like how much you can actually do or accomplish or you never really know like what those micro goals will really lead to and it wouldn't have happened if I didn't just start and just continue and and um, stay consistent with it and not give up on myself and take action and so with that, I I began to heal the relationship with myself and create a, a healthy relationship with myself by meditation, reading, diving into audiobooks, diving into podcasts, healing the relationships of my past, forgiving them, feeling them, letting them go. It's a powerful thing when you can make peace with your past and just let go and and then to begin to just point the arrows inward and and create a beautiful relationship with yourself because it all starts with you. What you put out is what you get back. Life is like a boomerang. 
And so from there, I, I started to, I was like, all right, now that I'm meditating, I'm giving to myself, I'm learning, I'm becoming a student of life. Um, I am healing my past, making peace with it. What can I do next to move even further? And I started to look at my mom and I'm like, I want a better relationship with my mom. I want a better relationship with my dad. I want a better relationship with my sister. I want better and so on and so forth. And I started removing people that no longer serve my life, which again, it's not an easy foot at all. And from there, so we got meditation, we got reading, podcasts, becoming a student in life, healing the relationships of my family, creating a beautiful relationship with myself, creating a beautiful morning routine, um, being more aware of what I put into my body and and knowing that what I put into my body is going to fuel me, what I put into my mind is going to fuel me. And that's a big shift that had happened in my life in 2020 during a massive pandemic. And I feel like anybody is capable, no matter where you are in the world, no matter where you are in this world, no matter what you're going through, you are capable of changing your life. You are capable of becoming the person that you want to become. You're capable of opening up the business that you want to open up. You are capable of having a beautiful relationship with that, if that's what you want. You're capable of buying your dream house is that, if that's what you want. You are capable of running a marathon if that's what you want. You are capable of having everything that you desire for your life. It all starts with looking in and getting clear and I feel like once you know better you do better and you become aware of like what feels right for you and when you stop living for others and start living for yourself you truly start to step into your power and and start to head towards your purpose and become the person that you always knew that you wanted to become so what are some things that you can do today to become a better version of yourself than you were yesterday like what is one thing even if it's one thing even if it's making your bed even if it's being the best mom even if it's being the best co-worker even if it's being the best big sister even if it's being the best leader the best writer, the the best friend, whatever it is, one thing that you can do today that will help you get closer to your goal. What is that? Write it down, think about it, and implement it in your daily life because you don't know how different your life can look until you start doing things that you were not willing to do before. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. And my 
goal is to drop an episode every month and to get some guest speakers on here that you guys can also learn from and hear from and hold me accountable and also please rate and review the podcast and leave some comments leave some thoughts leave some something um maybe topics that you want me to talk about maybe questions that you have i can send you guys links to like um stretching stretching links that i use every day meditation links mentors books whatever you guys want to know vegan by the vitamins that i take um let me know and i will gladly respond to you guys and i just want you guys to know that i believe in you and that i see you and i hear you and i'm in i'm in your corner and i support you and i truly love you guys for tuning in and listening to me and i hope that i've helped you in some way shape or form or that you've gained something from listening to this podcast and thank you guys so much i will see you next time on another episode of getting up